0: Sports now, it's Case Kiefer alongside Ray Brewer for a, another week of high school football. Uh, some fun games a week ago, some fun games coming up. It never stops. Uh, we'll start with Brewer, where he went out to his favorite game of the year. I know we talked, previewed it last week, um, but it is in the books now, and I came out with a win on this one. Green Valley 24, basic 10. Uh, wasn't the most, I guess for a lack of a better word, the prettiest game from what uh, I've Read and been told, but uh, the Gators hold on to the Henderson Bowl trophy again. Seems like they've had it forever now.
1: Yeah, since 2017. Uh, uh, you're right, wasn't exactly the prettiest game, but it was close. It was back and forth. Um, Green Valley, five interceptions, uh, took advantage of a drop punt, um, get, get the first one of the season for the Gators. I uh, love the Henderson Bowl tradition. I love when the, the winning team, no matter if it's basic or Green Valley, runs over to get the trophy. Um, I just think that's that's great pageantry. I would like to say, though, C.K., that Marcellus Moore went down with an injury in the first half. Um, and that guy could have been the best player on the field. Um, and if he doesn't go out, I wonder how different the game is.
0: I'm yeah, not
1: taking anything away from Green Valley. Um, but
0: That's fair. Always a what-if, but I guess you could counter with, I know you told me right before this, that Green Valley had more than 200 penalty yards. So, you could do the other what if is what if Green Valley is just not shooting themselves in the foot the whole game? Yeah. So maybe, I mean, maybe they win easier. Yeah. And
1: again, not to take anything away from the Gators. Um, great, great win. Um, you know, a fun, fun little tradition, the game. And I'm glad that, that I got to cover it. And I'm, I'm sure the, glad, the kids are glad that they got to participate in it. And, um, you know, I think it gives Green Valley some momentum heading into the start of its league play schedule this week. And I think basic it's a wake up call um, heading into its league schedule this week. I think, uh, both teams are going to need to, to, to play to the uh, green Valley's got its hands full in the five a and basic probably has the game of the year for seating on Thursday when they play Las Vegas on Thursday night lights. Um, you basically need to win to avoid, uh, uh, silverado in the playoffs
0: yeah i was gonna say by a quick glance these two teams are in two of the more interesting games of the week um green valley now going to play desert pines which they should be an underdog for sure but you know maybe uh, one of these 5a games where they can be competitive and not get blown off the field perhaps uh and then as you mentioned basic and las vegas uh seems like a really big game to to avoid silverado like you said and just as far as the 4a hierarchy uh, they got to be two of the next teams in line uh, behind yeah. the Skyhawks, right?
1: That's the anyone have a coin game of the week.
0: Okay, is it a, is it Thursday night or did you just it's list the, it first? It is Thursday. Night. Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's Thursday night. But Silverado is. I mean, I, I love uh our friend Adam Hill.
0: Oh you yeah, know. he's all, he's all into the Skyhawks. Yeah, but I've known the guy for twenty some years. We've never talked high
1: school football, not one time. Silverado goes and puts a 60 something to zero can of whoopas on my cowboys and he tweets at me. has tweeted at me since Twitter was around. And finally, now all of a sudden he's on the
0: Silverado Sorry, band. I'm band still band. not sure about
1: that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh,
0: Siri's not sure about that uh, either. <laughs> Siri, yeah. Siri's uh, all pissed off, but I don't I, know. I think he like just caught wind that Silverado was good or something because I actually called him out spe- uh I'm not really called him out, just kind of playfully. Before he was even tweeting at you, he was bragging about how Silverado had, like, the best team in school history this year. He's telling someone how good they were. And I'm like, what about last year? Last year they beat everyone by, like, 60. I know this year is very good again, but this is more of a continuation than me. they got to win the title before they're considered better than last year's team, right? Yeah, and I, I do think, all credit to
1: Andy Ostalaza, <laughs> the man went from being the – print. it would be like – you know, like Dan Barnton and Travis Foster, they run the the, the wing tee, right? Right. The misdirection wing tee. And they're going to run that until the end of time, no questions asked. Andios DeLaza was your typical power-eye lineup. We're going to beat you on the line. We're going to control the clock. We're going to get a tailback that might carry the ball 40 times a game, CK he gets this quarterback that comes in and all of a sudden he's going to passing leagues, (laughs) right? He's like slinging it around and it's led to, they haven't, they haven't lost since 20, 2019 grant the COVID year, but they're, they're on a complete winning streak. Speaking of winning streaks, how many straight games has Moapa Valley won
0: off the top of your head? Oh, well, I know it must be high since you're bringing this up. Uh, I'm going to say, 16? 21. Wow. 21 straight wins. And you were writing them off earlier in the year. Yeah, so you Brent, don't know if they're the 3A favorite. They got some tough games coming up. Yeah, and Brent Lewis has been their case forever, right? Yep.
1: And that's his longest winning streak. So you think of all the great Moapa Valley teams, all the state championships, all the long playoff runs. And this group right here is – in the midst of the greatest win streak in the history of the program. And quite honestly, even though everything's even, right, we could argue that Virgin Valley, Boulder City, Moapa Valley, and Pahrump went at Pahrump. The results lend themselves to, you know, the original four being very close knit. But there's a lot of people out there. And I, take Lake Tahoe guy's word for it, Um, that think that Brett Lewis is just like, you know, he's Belichick. He's, was that a bad analogy?
0: No, I, I, can, see what, I can see what you're saying. Like that's a, the easiest way to illustrate it, I feel still like. still a legendary coach? Of course. He's won six Super Bowls, yeah. Yeah, but they're still all Tom Brady. I think when you're looking for the standard, you would still say Bill Belichick. Who else would you say? The Woody, modern Woody, coaches. Ha- Woody Hayes. Uh, that's not Woody modern. No, there's kids on these high school teams are three generations removed from Woody Hayes. Uh, is, I, he, Woody, is he <laughs> Belichick is a much better... Uh, is he Nick Saban? Yeah, Nick Saban is is a good one too. I feel like Nick Saban's even a level above Who's Belichick. The, so I, you think Nick Saban's better than Belichick? Oh, for sure. I mean, for for what they are, Nick, what Nick Saban's done in college football blows away. I think what. Well,
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, he's got the Jimmy's and
0: Joes though. Well, he had to go get the Jimmy and Joes. It wasn't like they just – I mean, I think people forget that this is not – we'll get back on topic, I promise. But Alabama was struggling before he got there. They were like a middle-of-the-road SEC team. I know it's Alabama, and they're always going to have built-in advantages to come back. But they went through some rough years before he showed up and got it back on track. I'm more of an Auburn guy. (laughs) Well, it's a a rough time for you. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I'm more of a Tennessee guy because Cedric Tillman, they need him back.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One of their best receivers. Um, Always fun to see all these kids uh, showing up on Saturdays and Sundays, and even Mondays. Daniel Bellinger last night was balling yeah. out for the Giants. you catch that?
1: Four catches for 40 yards.
0: And I guess that provides the the segue back that we can get into high school football. Um, I'm just looking over these scores from last week. I know we'll talk about a couple of the big games, but Palo Verde, they won a second straight. They edge out Foothill on Thursday Night yeah, Lights. So I think we were both on Foothill, too.
1: Yeah, worst part is, is that, that game was on TV. I kind of had it on as I was dozing on and off. Foothill's up by, I think, two scores. Wake up! I can't find the score anywhere. I'm like going to Max Preps. I'm like, you know, that what happened, and then it turns out Foothill. I mean, Palo rallied at the end to win the game. So uh, great effort by the Panthers, two in a row. They've beat Centennial and now Foothill in the 5A, and they are in the thick of being a playoff team.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably all you would need to be a playoff team, right? Because most teams make the playoffs. So uh, just goes to show some of these teams aren't really finished products at the beginning of the year. It takes a week or two to get up to speed, and uh, Palo Verde fits with that description this year by edging Foothill. Uh, one team that that doesn't apply to that I think was a finished project product from week one, and I picked up uh, $5 on you last week, was uh, Gorman beating Arborview 63-0. to I was absolutely shocked you had our review for 22 points. I guaranteed that wouldn't happen. I think maybe they can get one point, but 63 to zero. Uh, yeah, I think I won that well, one. Well, two things. One
1: theory I have, which is true, is that Gorman, once it transitions from the national schedule to the local schedule, always has kind of a hangover or not as hyped or underestimates the opposition. Takes them a quarter to kind of get going. I think one year legacy might have been beating them at halftime. Um, it, it's not a, a crisp finished product. If you if you remember the the video series with Tate Martell, where you know the dad's like basically, yeah, the season's over. They went six and zero. Oh, you know, they just got these exhibition games to close it off.
0: Oh, I never saw that. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that went over well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, which.
1: Uh, So, but then, but Gorman, to their credit, they were just like, you know, they were up 21-0 before I got to basic for Hendersonville. I got a text with the score. Thank you for everybody who texts me scores, by the way, on game night. I don't want to brag, CK, and I don't know if this is a good thing, but I think I lead the city in scores on Friday nights. But anyways, they're up 21-0 right away, and uh, they really put it on. Um, just a great performance all the way around. Uh, love, uh, love one of the, the strategies they had where they realized that, that Arbor View had a, a really good player in juice, Washington. And they, uh, they decided to, uh, have somebody, uh, shadow him the entire game. And, uh, Jameer, Otis had a great game playing, like, a middle linebacker basically was playing DB half of the game.
0: Well, yeah, there you go. So that one was not very competitive, and neither was the other big game that we previewed uh, last week. Talked about we couldn't uh, wait to see what happened going into it. Uh, Liberty beats Faith 41-6. to Looked like the the Patriots were in control from the start as well.
1: Yeah, they got after him quick, and, uh, you know, it just goes to show that the level of competition, like – Gorman and Liberty, I think, are just on such a different level, right?
0: Yep, sure looks that way once again. So
1: all power to them. Colin Gregorio, a few touchdown passes for the Patriots. Um, Tyree Smith, also with a few touchdown pa- uh, passes for the Patriots. Say that three times, passes for the Patriots. Um, and uh, the Liberty is uh, where we thought they would be, um, gearing up for a showdown with Gorman. Whenever that
0: may be. Yep, sometime uh, in the playoffs. Uh, before we get to the picks, just trying to see if there's any other uh, interesting games to mention. I guess the closest one should be no surprise. Boulder City edging Pahrump 28-25. to 25. I think we were both on Pahrump, though. That game was uh, a road game for the Eagles, right?
1: Yeah, uh, Boulder City comes through. Uh, they were a little upset that in the picks we only had them scoring one touchdown.
0: Oh. Um, so they, they scored three. They scored four. Three. Four. four. Yeah, they, Excuse me. I'm still shorting them. They went
1: above and beyond to uh to kind of uh, show us that they were better. Um. So awesome job by them. And uh, you know the other
0: game, uh, Canyon Springs beat Legacy. Oh yeah, we both had Legacy too. So it's kind Absolutely. of an upheaval week. Uh, and Canyon Springs didn't even have that much trouble. Twenty-seven to fourteen. Uh, I guess that could fit with what I said in the Palo Verde section is some of these teams aren't finished products and uh, we haven't seen their best yet. And their best is just coming out now at about the midway point of the season. That's got to kind of be true for Canyon as well, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, so Canyon looking good. Pick time, CK. Okay, sure. Let's get to the picks. Uh, we already mentioned Thursday night, Las Vegas at basic. How's the, uh, your guy from basic, any uh, update on him? You think he's going to play? Yeah, this so week? I
1: go in this, not knowing if Marcellus Moore's playing, but, I'll take Espinosa, the quarterback for the Wildcats. Uh, uh, I think Vegas, uh, it's tough to say, but I will tell you that Domingo Cleveland kid, the nose guard for basic is going to be a problem, but I got the Wildcats and a coin flip game 23-22.
0: Yeah, I should be different just to be different, but if I think I'd be going with Vegas here, even if uh, I didn't see your pick, so I don't want to change it just based on that. Uh, looks like basic kind of... Heading a little bit the wrong direction. I I don't love the score last week against Green Valley, losing by two touchdowns in a game that was supposed to be pretty evenly matched. I get there were some injuries, but uh, I'm going to go with Las Vegas. I trust them a little more at this point. Sierra Vista at Spring Valley.
1: Yeah, I think Spring Valley, uh, they recovered after being shut out by Basic two weeks ago. Got a nice victory against Mojave last week, and I think they're a few notches better than Sierra Vista.
0: Sounds fair to me. I'm on Spring Valley as well. Does the Palo Verde renaissance continue? It's always tough uh, taking on a team the week after Gorman. You might have a few uh, more bumps and bruises, but our review is going to Palo Verde. Still got to think the Aggies are a big favorite.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Our review will have that Gorman hangover, but I think uh, the ability to get out there and and play a, a team where they can get back that success, I'll take the Aggies.
0: Yes, we're both on the Aggies. Uh, your, your score here surprises me. Are the Desert Shields better than we expected this week? Uh, not to totally spoil your pick, but you have Sunrise Mountain by one point over Cheyenne. thought this would be a more comfortable win. Uh, t- talk me through your score here. I,
1: I just don't know what to expect from either team. Um, we haven't talked to the Cheyenne coach much this year outside of our media day. And, you know, I think it's a, whoever scores last is going to win. And I got Sunrise Mountain,
0: by a way. All right. I'm taking Sunrise Mountain as well. Liberty going to Centennial. A uh, long trip, but it's going to be a long night for the Bulldogs. I've got Liberty big.
1: Yeah. Rematch of the 19 state championship game. Should be a blowout just like 19. Is.
0: I take exception with your writing here, though. Nothing has changed. I think a lot has changed. Centennial's not getting to the state championship game anytime soon.
1: Well, the result is what I'm saying.
0: Okay. Well. Yeah. I'm, I've got Liberty big as well. I don't know about exact 50-7. I like the symmetry there, but I, I think uh, Liberty wins easy. Coronado goes to Mojave.
1: Uh, Coronado at Mojave. Um, Cougars, don't see them being challenged this week. Um, I think they may be – they're playing Shadow next week, and that's going to be a heck of a good game.
0: Yeah, so maybe a look-ahead spot to that, but I still don't think uh, Mojave is quite enough to knock off Coronado. I'll go Coronado. Um, Chaparral at Desert Oasis. Like you said, Chap lost by, what, 63 to Silverado last week. Uh, Can they bounce back here against what should be a little bit less of an opponent but desert oasis still has some things going their way as well
1: yeah i don't think my cowboys are going to win again this year so let's give a a w to desert Oasis.
0: all right i'll go desert oasis to foothill at legacy
1: yeah i go i go foothill one more time my hometown school i guess um don't know if they deserve to have my backing after the way they played at the end of the last game but i get the falcons once again
0: uh, I feel like a week ago, you would have taken Legacy here. Is this an overreaction that yep. they lost to Canyon Springs? Yep. In
1: fact, the Legacy coach called and thanked us for how nice we've been on the podcast. to <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Well, I'm going to go with the Longhorns. I guess we'll keep being nice. I, the Falcons, I don't know. This looks seems just kind of like a coin flip game to me. I feel like it could go either way. So I'm going to go with Legacy. Uh, Silverado at Cimarron Memorial. Yeah. Hey, Silverado. Uh, will
1: be over before... Uh,
0: the only questions they win by more or less than sixty the sixty three. They won by uh, last that, week. That's the one thing. Like sixty five. Excuse the me. The
1: running clock starts at thirty five, and they're still getting four touchdowns after the running clock starts. That's impressive.
0: Yeah, it's a testament to how lopsided some of these games are. I don't know what else uh, can be said, but we're both going to be on Silverado. Obviously, uh, Shadow Ridge at Bonanza. Come on.
1: It's another game.
0: that uh, Yeah. Shadow Ridge times two Bishop Gorman at Canyon Springs, Bishop Gorman times two.
1: Uh, I just, I wish I could have seen them play basketball. Remember the
0: Mikey Thompson game <laughs> 11 years ago.
1: Yeah. It's, it's wearing me out. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. Gorman's not losing to anybody this year. Period.
0: Uh Clark at Durango. Durango. Uh, yeah, Durango should win this one. Not very many good games this week, got to be honest. Uh, Moapa Valley at Valley. Yeah, Moapa
1: Valley. Might not even call Lewis after that game.
0: Uh, Pahrump Valley versus Slam Academy. Maybe this is a good one, finally.
1: I got Slam simply because it's a road game for Pahrump.
0: Yeah, you know I've been high on Slam uh, all year. I still think Moapa wins the 3A, but Slam's a, a team I root for over there. Um, Eldorado and Boulder City. Uh, Boulder City at home. Come on, I'll take uh, Boulder City as well. Virgin Valley at Rancho. Virgin, yeah, Virgin should win that one. And then we cap things off right back where we started at Green Valley High, where they will be hosting Desert Pines. I know you're going to be on the Jaguars, but what, what would you make the line on this game? How big of a win? So is it be? I
1: think this game's going to be a little closer than people think because Desert Pines every now and then just has a lays an egg. I think they're good enough to win, but I think Green Valley keeps it a little closer. I got the line at like 17 and a half DP.
0: Right. I think that's actually probably about fair. Um, I would maybe take Green Valley staying inside 17 and a half. I got maybe more like two touchdowns. So I'll go with uh, Green Valley to cover plus 17 and a half, but uh, Desert Pines to win. I agree. Right. You're reading my mind. Any parting thoughts?
1: I appreciate everybody calling their scores, and I'm very proud of my abilities to get the scores posted.
0: All right, for Ray, I'm Case. Thanks for listening to Prep Sports Now.